get ready for an epic experience that you won't forget. The Be Your Best Self Conference, August 22nd at the Grand Event Center in Grandview Heights. You'll rub elbows with some seriously cool folks in the business world and soak up all sorts of wisdom about being a bold leader, rolling with the punches, and smashing through any obstacles that may come your way. It's not just about setting through speeches. It's about making connections and diving deep into learning that'll stick with you for ages. We've got a killer lineup of speakers just for you. First up, we've got Brian John, the brains behind Echo and Athena, who's going to drop some knowledge bombs about leading with love. Next, we'll hear from Shara Hutchison, the powerhouse CEO of Exposure, who's going to spill the beans on how to navigate change like a pro, whether it's in your personal life or at work. And then brace yourself for Stephen Carr, the mastermind behind Belief Force, who's going to show us how to kick those self-limiting beliefs to the curb and step into our full potential. But wait, there's more. We've got a lively panel discussion lined up where we'll tackle the ins and outs of working with different generations in the workplace, led by the amazing Dahlia Calgreen from United Residential Management. And to keep the momentum going all day long, we've got the one and only LaShondra Baker from LBB Edutainment as our hype woman. Oh, and don't even think about sneaking out early, because we've got some seriously awesome prizes up for grabs at the end of the day. Trust me, you don't want to miss out. So mark your calendars, spread the word, and get ready for a day packed with inspiration and connections. Chamberpartnership.org backslash BYBS 2024. This season of Business Inspires is brought to you by the Village of Marble Cliff. Small village, big thinking. Burgess and Nipple, a nationally recognized engineering and architecture firm. The flourishing city of Grandview Heights. Optimized chiropractic, where every visit you leave moving, feeling, and healing better. And City of Upper Arlington, where superior services and citizens come first. Find out more about this season's sponsors in the show notes in each Business Inspires episode. Good morning, Tri-Village Chamber. This is David Polakowski, the President and CEO of the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. And this morning, I have Brett Buchanan with me from Pathfinder. How are you this morning, Brett? Hey, David. Good. Thanks for having me. How, How are, are you? you? Oh, I'm doing great. You know, looking outside, it's going to be 80s today, finally. So, you know, we went from winter, short spring, winter, short spring, now it's summer, so. Tell me about Pathfinder and what you guys do. Pathfinder is a product consultancy. And so really what we do is we help companies figure out what's the, what's the right product or what's the right solution that they need to build or create in order to deliver value to their customers. Um, so it's a, it's a consulting firm. Um, we really focus on product management. And, and, um, part of the reason we do that is it's, it's something one we're very passionate about, but it's something that we see as having a massive impact on, on businesses nowadays. Um, if you remove that discipline from companies like Google or even Airbnb and now companies like Target and Walmart who have, uh, transitioned to more of a product led organization, Frankly, like without product management, those companies they, they fall over. They don't exist, um, and so it's a it's an emerging discipline. Um, it's one that's uh, 
uh, I guess you could say emerging because of the value that it's creating for these companies. So we, what we do is we help companies either build out or improve the way that they build products or do product management. And we've got a number of different services and offerings and capabilities that we provide to, to, to help companies meet that goal of improving their product organization or their product culture or strategy. Um, we do transformations um, for, you know, kind of like your series B type of companies that are looking to shift from maybe like a, a sales driven, you know, custom development shop kind of company to more of a product led company that's looking to, to scale their growth to, you know, fortune 20 companies um, across the United States who are trying to really disrupt their own business model and disrupt themselves in, in a lot of ways. Um, so we do transformations. We, uh, do what's called what we call coaching. So we help activate that change. So, you know, it's one thing to kind of align on a vision to, to make this shift as a business getting there is very difficult. And so we'll help companies, um, navigate that organizational change, whether it's how they think about and deploy strategy or how they operate or even how they're organized as a company. So we coach them along the way. Um, and then we also help companies who, you know, they, they, they just need extra support. You know, maybe they've got product management today, but they don't have the type of product management they need. And so from a consulting perspective, we'll come in and actually, um, do product management uh, for those businesses. So your title with the company is? Uh, CEO. So how did this company come to be about? And I might have missed that, but I, I was focusing on, you know, seeing how you're working with these large corporations and the products and tracking that all. So how did you get to where you are today? I worked for... Um, a really kind of unique retailer, uh, Gap, the the clothing company, from 2012 to 2017, and uh, um, it's really where I kind of learned product management. Uh, they're based in the Bay Area and um, right in the heart of San Francisco. And when I joined there in 2012, they had uh, a leader, Toby Link. He's kind of famous for being on the cover of Time Magazine for. Uh, the I, I, uh, IPO bubble, he IP or .com bubble, he IPO'd eToys.com, took that company public. And then um, during the .com bubble, you know, they ended up closing their doors. And so he came over to Gap as the chief product officer and built out a pretty remarkable team. Um, my boss was the, one was the, was one of the, the key product managers at Netscape in the early days. And so worked with some, awesome software development and product people there brought those principles to, to, to gap. Um, and technology became a competitive advantage for that company. Um, they were the first company to do ship from store and reserve in store as a retailer. And now that's, you know, a core, a core omni-channel strategy for, for almost all of retail. You can't exist with that, especially with COVID. Um, so they were a pioneer in a lot of the ways that the, that retail was, you know, using technology. And so I got to see how product management could have a massive impact inside of a really large company, even a clothing company. 
And I started a, a meetup club in Columbus in 2015 with the, with the goal of trying to build out product management in Columbus. And, you know, the whole idea was let's bring people together to create a network and a community. Let's learn from each other and share ideas. And, um, just established, you know, that club really grew. We're over a thousand members now, and it's just established a ton of awesome friendships and and connections through that. And, um, in 2017, I started doing some freelance work, um, just through, through that, through that network and recognized that, Hey, there's, there's a bigger need here, um, for product management support. And so, I almost kind of as an experiment started this consulting company. So my partner and I, Nick Baker landed a, a big contract, you know, and that really kind of helped get our company off the ground. We don't have any consulting experience. And so the, the first couple of years were really about figuring out what a consulting company did, to be honest with you. We knew how to do product management really well. We knew how to deliver the, are the services and capabilities, but the entire, I guess you could say business around those services capabilities were totally new to us. Um, you know, I, I hadn't done any business development, marketing, you know, and, and branding and positioning ourselves was, uh, something new to me. So it's been a, a journey ever since of just, you know, starting with that experiment and, you know, testing out new ideas and figuring out the demand and those kind of things. And, and, uh, as a lot of startups do, uh, rolling with it a little bit. So, and, and that's a funny thing because now you're opening doors for other things down the road. So I always, I always tell people, be careful what you tell me because my mind never stops, but <laughs> developing a business, I mean, that's a great story, which you have. And I think it needs to be shared more with our smaller businesses. And you have how many employees? We're up to eight now. Okay. So growing. And yeah. so looking pre 2020 and, you know, getting into the pandemic and how did things change for you? How did you have to like zig and zag because of what was going on with the pandemic? A couple ways we had to, we had to rethink our pipeline one and say, okay, we, we've, you know, we've got all of these, potential opportunities in our pipeline, which, which ones seem risky. Uh, and there were some that seemed risky and, and we had to rethink our existing clientele because frankly, we anticipated losing some of those customers and, um, and, and refocus where we were going to be a partner, uh, was one way we didn't want to be caught off guard there. Right. Uh, the second thing was like, like most companies we had to move remote. So, um, everything went, you know, zoom and calls like this, uh, and how we, how we interacted with our clients and our potential clients. Um, and just culturally, as you're growing a company, you know, we went from two employees to almost eight employees, uh, six employees, I guess during, you know, 2020. And so we hired great people, but I had to put an extra emphasis on making sure that we maintain the right culture because doing that in a distributed remote fashion, is just more difficult than being able to do it in an office where you can, you know, interact with people. You've got more of the water cooler talk. So 
culture was a, a huge, huge focus for us last year and a priority to make sure that we nailed. Those were, those were two of the biggest kind of changes, I guess, we made. It opened up a lot of doors for us because companies, everyone was remote. So previously in a consulting world, you, you had to travel. Like we knew because we've got kids and things like that and family is very important for us. We didn't want to travel. So it really restricted us from uh, some clients who wanted us there every week in Denver or wherever it may be uh, to now opening up some of those opportunities. So a lot of our growth is coming from companies outside of uh, central Ohio. That's ex- and these are the stories that I think are important to share because, you know, we, one of our big focuses when this all hit is trying to encourage our business, our small businesses and looking at them and getting that online platform and getting that connection virtually. And, and I give you kudos for the fact that you thought outside the box and, and you took a step back and, one of the biggest things that sticks out is you keep talking about culture, which is amazing. And, and so you want, what's your culture like there? What do, you, what do you see as your best quality as the head of this business and, and with the organization? How do you think that has helped you maintain who you are as an organization and business? Hmm. That's a really good question. I think one of the biggest impacts that it's had is just, well, I I kind of alluded to this earlier, like we're still early as a company and we are still figuring out a lot. And so psychological safety is really, really important for us because I certainly don't have all the answers and really lean on my team to figure out, you know, what we should be doing or how we should be doing it, I guess. And so like a big part of what our, like, I guess where our culture comes into play there is we wouldn't be able to figure these things out without a strong culture, without a high level of psychological safety where people can ask questions and challenge things and uh, not feel scared to do so. Um, I need that. Uh, I need to feel like I'm comfortable because frankly, you know, I don't have a lot of the answers. Um, And so it's been, it's, it's been critical for me to be able to like ask the team for feedback. Hey, feel free challenging me on things and pushing me on things. And, and there's a really healthy kind of push pull conversation that happens within, uh, within our team. And that's, I think shows the strength of a strong leader, knowing that there's some gaps and you try to fill those gaps with people and surround yourself with people that are going to help fill those gaps and moving forward. And and again, I give you a lot of credit and kudos because that truly is a strong culture for a business. We didn't grow as a company until I hired some of the strong people that I've hired. Like we were, we were at two for the first year and a half, added a couple key employees and now we'll probably be close to 15 people by the end of this year. So like I, I I totally uh, just, just kind of, for sharing with who's ever listening, you know, that that's something that I've learned, I guess, is how critical that hiring, you know, plays into your growth. Um, that probably goes without saying, uh, without being said to some degree, but also just not only hiring the right people, but giving them the opportunity to really be fully, you know, fully reach their potential. 
by creating the right culture. That's amazing. And again, I'm excited because this is actually the first time that we've had an opportunity to truly talk and in chat. And I'm just amazed at the professional aspect of everything you're doing and looking outside the box. So when, you know, have you had a difficult time finding people to come work? You know, because that's been one of our biggest challenges. And we know that's a national challenge with how trying to get people to actually follow through with interviews. And so has it been a challenge for you? It could have been. Honestly, it hasn't been as big of a challenge because we've made it one of our top two priorities as a company. And so I spend a ton of time looking for, for talent, recruiting people, make sure that making sure that they have, you know, not only the right experience, but almost more importantly, the right fit culturally for us. What's allowed me to do that is, is, is pushing some of the work to my team. And so a lot of my responsibility recently in the last six months, especially has been focused on, on finding talent, prioritizing my time, is really critical in making sure that I'm carving out enough time. We're, we're selling consulting services. So we're selling basically people in, in some regards, our talent to companies. And so we need to make sure that we've got, you know, the best talent out there. And so, you know, we kind of recognize that as a company uh, and, you know, make it, make it one of our top two priorities right now. It's going to be more and more difficult just because the demand for this type of talent is is increasing right now. I read a statistic on LinkedIn that there's something like 10 million product manager jobs open right now in the world, and there's only like 3 million people who have ever done it. And so um, there's just a massive demand with a limited capacity. It's, it's you know, we saw a similar thing in, with engineering in the past. Um, you know, software development. It's just about been. It's just about making it. A, it's been about making it a priority for us. Coming out of the pandemic, you know, where do you see you got you taking the business? You know, I'm assuming, and I think we're all adjusting the fact we're going to have to offer that virtual aspect. But what do you see are your next moves coming out of the pandemic? I guess for us specifically, like we're still trying to find product market fit in some ways. Like we know that we've provided, we can provide certain services, um, but we're pretty diverse in the services that we provide. You know, we provide the transformation services, the coaching services, the um, kind of augmentation we call product management as a service, like for extra bandwidth type of services. Um, We can even provide recruiting services for companies. And so we're feeling a little bit unfocused in what our capabilities are. And so a big priority for us coming out of the pandemic is making sure that we're not just chasing revenue Um, and finding the right clients for us is going to be really important because it's, you know, especially as a startup, like, you know, some of that revenue is, it's, it's tough to, it's tough to, uh, you know, turn down, I guess. So as things ramp up, you know, which what we've seen is a lot of opportunities coming in, and some of them are the right fit, and some of them th- them aren't the right fit. And trying to find that right balance, I guess we're hoping that we can st- we can still service clients remote. That's still you know to be determined. I think our leadership team has 
has families and we've kind of agreed to make some business decisions that might where, you know, we might be a smaller company because, you know, we don't want to travel as much. Um, so that's another thing that'll kind of be big for us is, you know, how willing are companies uh, to, to maintain this remote working style. And that's it. You know, I always say, you know, we want to grow, but we want to control our growth. So I can totally get what you're, you're saying about not overselling and, you know, committing yourself and not being able to follow through because I think you're coming out as a strong business and I think there's a lot of potential. So in the fact that you guys think about family and yourselves and your employees is just a huge asset to who you are. Yeah. Thanks. So, yeah. The other thing that's, I, I guess worth mentioning, cause I think it's relevant for this audience is like, you know, we started this company to really bring these ideas to Columbus, you know, bring some of these more emerging philosophies or methodologies or concepts from, you know, Bay area, Silicon Valley type of companies to Columbus. And, um, even our mission statement, <laughs> our company's original mission statement, you know, had, had Columbus in it. And so coming out of the pandemic, what we're hoping to do also is, is, is partner here locally. I mean, we live in Columbus because we love living here, right? We love raising our family here and, you know, that's why I started the meetup group is to help kind of give back to the community a little bit and help, help build the community, the community around product and software development just a little bit. And so another focus of ours is going to be shifting back to how do we build, help partner with companies here locally, which is something that's just been a surprise for us. That's been a little bit more difficult to do. Most of our clients are in California, um, or in, you know, on the coasts. And it's, it's, again, it's just refreshing to hear the enthusiasm and excitement. So if someone wanted to learn more about who you are, how do they connect with you? Websites, social media, email, however, whatever you want to share with us. Yeah. You can find us at pathfinderproduct.com. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn. Um, I also post a lot of product content on Twitter. Um, it's our website. We haven't touched in a year and a half, uh, because we've had more demand than we can support right now. And so marketing has been less of a strategy. Now we're redesigning it right now. So I just, I I throw that out there is don't judge us too much on, on the website, (laughs) but, um, yeah, you can get our contact info on there. Um, my, my email is Brett at pathfinderproduct.com. Um, uh, so yeah, I would love to, you know, help out however I can always open for a call with anyone that might have any questions. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule. And again, I know we have an event scheduled for you. I think it's a luncheon or something that, um, I think I'm even more excited now to hear more about your story and share it with others. So thanks Brett for being here. Try village. Have a great day. Brett, we'll see you soon, hopefully. Yeah, thanks, everyone. Thanks, David. Appreciate it.